Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Shock Your Potential, where I feature lots of interesting people in lots of interesting positions. Um, and we focus on excellence in leadership, sales, and the customer experience. But today I have someone as my guest who really spoke to me from a sales perspective for a product that I don't need, <laughs> that I hope I never need. But because of seeing him, I reached out to him and I just cannot wait to have this interview. So joining me today, and I'm going to try very hard not to screw up your last name, but it's Carlos Klamensmuller. How did I do, Carlos? Oh, that sounds so beautiful coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pleased. I try to write out everything phonetically as best I can. And I love having you on today. So let me tell my listeners the reason that Carlos is on is he is an actor. And I first saw him in a Tujeo commercial, which is a pharmaceutical product. And every time that ad would come on, I would stop and I would stop and I would turn up the TV. And part of it is I love the music because it's, you know, <laughs> to let's groove tonight. But your character and your your personality just makes me want to stop and watch because everything from the dancing, well, it was all the dancing, dancing while you're mowing the lawn, dancing while you're in the office. <laughs> it was just so um, engaging. And I, I'm so thrilled to have you on today. So, you know, and I know I want to make sure that everybody understands, too, because we were just talking about it, that English is actually your third language. So you speak Spanish, German, yeah. and English. So <laughs> so if you don't understand me and I don't understand myself sometimes, just stop and, and ask me to repeat myself. But Carlos, what, tell, us, tell us what is it, what is it like to be an actor? What made you decide to go into acting as a career? Well, uh, first, Michael, just like to say thank you ever so much. Thank you, thank you very much for you having me today. And uh, I was very much looking forward to this. Um, so now answering your question, this is something that actors, we always get everyone, every time I, we do an interview, the first mm -hmm. question is, what made you think or what makes you to become an actor? You know, what when was the moment that you've decided that you wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. 
I always wanted to be a doctor, to be honest. Uh, I'm, I was the kind of guy that in Christmas times, you know, I used to get like medical presents, like a microscope and, <laughs> and you know, tools, you know, chemical tools and things like that. When I was like about 14, 15 years old, I had the chance to join a high school theater play. And uh, I, I just fell in love. To be honest, uh, uh, from from the first minute, actually, uh, I stand on that stage, and uh, everybody were laughing at me, mm-hmm. even though I was actually trying to do something serious. I was doing Hamlet, <laughs> oh, to be honest, no. and everybody was thinking it was so hilarious, so funny. Me doing Hamlet, you know, that I thought, uh, oh, this is great, you know, uh, <laughs> people is laughing with me no out of me you know people is laughing with me so uh, people is feeling really nice really comfortable mm. and i i really want to do this for the rest of my life and uh, yeah so i finished my high school went to university did drama and uh, i haven't stopped since you know and that's been like very long 25 years ago I love it. I th- and I love the fact that you were so comfortable that people were laughing even though you were doing Hamlet. That's kind of a serious uh, play. <laughs> well, you know what it was? Uh, um, it was a high school theater play, yeah? So um, they give you roles that maybe it's not much into you, mm-hmm. you know, in a way, because I was really fat, very, very, very fat. Oh. Or, you know, I was like a kind of, yeah, I was a really, really big guy, you know? <laughs> and... Uh, that wasn't a problem for me to do anything that I wanted to do in the school. As a matter of fact, I was kind of a leader mm-hmm. in the school, you know, like a, the funny guy that all the girls join and all the big boys join, you know, everybody wanted to be around me and I was feeling like cool. But, you know, they thought because of my personality, I should be the main actor, so I should mm-hmm. be Hamlet. So obviously watching a 14-year-old big boy <laughs> playing Hamlet, you know, with my face. It was really funny. Uh, if I look back now, you know, uh, if I look behind now, I, I I do think it's a really, really funny picture. And I would be laughing out of myself as well. Yeah, for sure. I love it. You know, I did plays in high school too. And I, I love that. I was in, you know, drama. I was in choir. I was always on stage doing something. You know, it it's always, you know, in the back of your head, like, could I make a career at this? And I know I could never do a career at either singing or <laughs> acting. But I think that there's something really important for anybody who's done that to recognize the skills it gives. Because now as a speaker and, you know, a trainer, the confidence I gained on stage, you know, made a huge difference in what I could do in my business career. So yeah. sometimes I tell people, like, sometimes I feel like I'm an actor as well. I've got to, you know, play a part every time I get up on a stage. Well, this is this is serious what you're saying because any person um, from the first minute we get up in the morning up to when we go back to bed in the evening, in some point of our life, we have to act. You know, you mm-hmm. act in front of your neighbors, you act in front of your kids, you in front of your husband, your family, um, in front of your colleagues from work. Sometimes you don't feel very good, but you have to pretend that you are 100%, you know, on your feet. So... I guess that we always acting, you know, and acting is nothing else rather than, you know, um, play life, if you see what I mean, yes. you know, I, I mean, yes. I, 
uh, sorry, I, I'm the kind of guy that I like to sit in the park. And a lot of my friends said, Carlos, you're weird. Why did you sit like an old man in park watching people passing by? Well, because this is a way of learning, you know, mm -hmm. this is a way of life is is moving on. And, and acting is all about that. It's all about watch people behaviors and watch people, how they move, how they talk, how they connect with each other, you know, yes. and then you just play around. Yeah. And, and you, you do that every day. That's a really good point. And, you know, especially when you have to put on a good face. And like you said, for your kids, for your family, for your for your colleagues just at work, that there are times we all have to do that. And and the ones who do it best are the ones that it looks natural and you don't realize they're acting. But, you know, at the end of the day, we all do it to some point in time. I think that's a really great realization. Yeah, but I have to say, though, the acting is also a skill. Um, now we're living in a period where anyone can be anything. You know, you have social media. Um, it's very easy to reach fame and glorious and fortune. And, <laughs> you know, this kind of life, crazy life we live in at the moment. And I remember in my times, you asked someone of my age when I was like seven, seven, eight year old, what do you want to be when you grow old? Mm -hmm. oh, I want to be a football player. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a science. Now, in especially in Spain, I live in London, but in Spain, especially you ask kids like nine, 10 years old, what do you want to be when you grow older? And they say, oh, I want to be in Big Brothers. I want to be famous. Oh, I want to be... Uh, an internet um, influencer or whatever. You see what I mean? Wow. Life is becoming easier for them. Um, so I reckon that being an actor also means that you have to have skills and you have to have good skills and you have to get ready to get those skills, you mm -hmm. know? And that applies for every job, you know? Even if you're doing selling, doctor, you need to get ready. You need to prepare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And it's about that time you take to prep, just like you get into a character that if, when we take the time to get into the character we need, then we have great results from it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So tell me, you know, the, um, the, the commercial, the 2JO commercial, it was, you know, like I said, your character is so engaging. And it's interesting because I did a blog post about you um, earlier in the spring. And I have never had so many people comment on my blog post before. <laughs> they just, like everybody, I had so many people going, I love that guy. I stop, I also stop when that commercial comes. He makes me happy. It makes me want to dance. I love the music. You know, it has had such great impact that I've just seen. But, you know, you and I were talking uh, before we started taping that that one commercial has really opened up a lot of doors for you. Can Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's been, I mean, that was crazy. I went for this audition um, in Spain uh, where they were looking for a guy to play this role in this commercial. And uh, because the casting was actually in Spain and the shooting was in another country. One of the, th I don't know why they do things like that, but you know, that's what <laughs> happened. And uh, um, my agent called me and she said, uh, it's disgusting for you. You want to go? It's a TV ad, and I was like, "Oh well, I don't know. I I don't do many TV ads. You know, I'm not very much into that." But uh, okay. And she said, "Well, listen. Uh, it seems to be like it's going to be a very long TV ad. So mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of 
TBI is going to be. It's not a normal one. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be for the United States. I was like, oh, well. Mm, that, <laughs> why didn't you, you lead know, with that? Like, <laughs> yeah, why, that sounds quite exciting, United States. You know, it's never going to be seen in Spain. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's one of those TV ads that you don't, you feel ashamed of it, mm-hmm. you know, no one is going to see it. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> and I had to go, I had to go with my dog to the bed after the casting. So I actually took my dog with me. So that's your dog in the commercial? And Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. That's a professional dog. Okay, good. Go on. But I went with... But, I was going to say, your dog was very naughty. But I went... No, no. Oh, my dog was really naughty, actually. I went with my dog and it was so hot. I oh, couldn't yeah. leave it in the car. So uh, I, I, I spoke to the casting directors. They knew me from previous jobs, you know, I said, oh, hi, guys, I'm sorry, I had to come with my dog because I'm going to the bed after this. And, you know, it's too hard. And she said, oh, Carlos, no worry. Um, you want to you wanna get it in? I said, okay, fine. Anyway, she said, is your dog going to be quiet? I said, no, my dog is trained. I mean, it's, it's been trained before. I mean, I mean, my dog is the kind of dog that it's like a furniture. You just tell him to stay still and he stays still. Honestly, I was running after the dog all over the room it was crazy the casting director was ever so nervous she didn't know what to do or whatever so people in america they were doing mm-hmm. like a, a videotaping people in america the director and everybody they were like laughing out of me because the situation which was so strombotic so stupid so silly anyway so i felt really sorry i finished the audition and i left Three days later, they called me to do a second audition. And they said, could you come without your dog? Yes, I was like, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Why not? You know, it's like, so I went, I went for the second audition. And then three days later, they said, uh, the job is yours. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, and to be honest, it was a bit like, oh, my God, I've got two other jobs to do in the same uh-huh. week. And uh-huh. I don't know what shall I do it or not. Well, shall I say no? Or But then my agent managed to move everything around and we fit everything on it. Mm-hmm. And I did it. The show, when the, when the ad was on air in the United States, suddenly my, <laughs> my uh, uh, email address, my Facebook, my Instagram, it started mm-hmm. to appear a lot of people greeting me and talking to me, people from the United States that i never seen in my life before, i never met before. They were like <laughs> saying things like, oh, thank you, oh, you're so charming, oh, you're so nice, you're so funny, oh, you're so sexy, which was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? It's like a, a big thing, you know, in the wow. United States. A huge, you know, things going on after this TV ad. Even, I don't know if you should say that, but even uh, Ariana Grande and his her mom, you know, they sent me messages. It was like crazy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, you never get things like that in Spain, you know. And I have to say that. Uh, I'm very, very, very happy with the result because, as I said before to you, this um, job offered me um, an exposure in the United States. You know, mm-hmm. I've been seen in the United States by the casting directors and they've been offering me different jobs um, for different films. Mm-hmm. And which at the moment we're working on it. I mean, my next film in the United States is going to be We Die Young, uh-huh. uh, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. 
that is going to be on sometime this year. So, and a, a few more things coming up maybe next year. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. It's been amazing. That is fantastic. And, and to think, you know, all the points where you could have said, oh, I'm not going to do that, or I'm not going to go, or I'm not going to go back, or I'm going to say no, because I have other things. But something, you know, in the universe kept you on that path. Yeah. And the doors that have opened to that have been phenomenal. That's very exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been weird, though. Uh, it's been positive and negative. There are a negative side of this uh mm-hmm. of those adverts or, or to be on television doing tv ad it's that um that, that you get a lot of messages from people saying oh thank you very much or you know i like people sometimes think that um um i i've got what the products offer you see what i mean i mean uh oh, oh. Uh, in this case it's a diabetics product or, or a product for diabetics I'm not. I'm an actor, right. you know, and I get to play, yes. and and I get to play a a man that I mean I'm acting. I, I'm supposed to be a man that uh, you know um I get on very well. I mean I can carry on with my life happily because I'm taking this uh, medicine which is helping me to have a normal life, which is brilliant. You know, it's fantastic to have mm-hmm. that. But then on the other side, I got a lot of people which just for the reason that you are on television, they've got the right to say awful things about you, mm. you know? Yes. And, and, and that was, you know, that was a big thing for me at the beginning because I wasn't oh. prepared for that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you normally get like negative things and positive things uh, in your career. In, in Europe, there isn't any anything like that, like in the United States, you know? Uh, yes this kind of fun thing, you know, this kind of media thing, you know. Uh, if you do something mm-hmm. that people like, they will say, oh, yes, I liked it, you know, it was nice. If you do something that people mm-hmm. don't like, they say, okay, I didn't like it that much. But yes. in the United States, uh, it's been beyond that in some points, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes some messages were a bit cruel. And obviously you cannot answer back. You cannot tell right. people, hey, listen, I'm an actor, you know. Right. Uh, I, um, I've been casting to do this job and it was not my decision to do this or to do it that right. way. You see what I mean? Right. I just put my soul into it, but um, I'm an actor. I'm not like that. Yeah. Or, or I am. This is up to me, really. Carlos, you know, we were talking about um, kind of the, the dark side of social media and it's it's a shame. And I, I, it's why I focus, you know, everything that I do, every podcast that I do, every blog that I do, every post I do in any format, I only write positive things. Um, and I, I make it a, 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 a mission of mine to highlight as many great, wonderful experiences, especially, you know, from a customer service perspective that I can have, because my belief is the more we put the positive out there, the more we're, you know, we're teaching people that's the way to behave. But I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting. I had my first, I've only had one tweet ever go viral. um, And it was just a comment that I had made um, about a media case that was happening in in our neck of the woods here. And I made what I felt was just a very positive comment about how two gentlemen had um, reacted in a very negative situation, because I was really impressed by their professionalism and their, um, you know, the way they presented themselves amidst something that was 
that bad had, that had really happened to them. And so I put out this, you know, what I thought was a positive message about, you know, believing in them and great. And somehow I got picked up right in the middle of this other feed and my tweet went viral. And I have never experienced anything like that. I almost like I wanted to go crawl under the covers that day because for every 10, you know, great thing, you know, somebody said, and I probably, it probably was 10 to one, 10 to one positive where people are like, yes, I agree. That was wonderful. I'm really proud of them. The, the one to each of those 10 positives was horrible, like horrible things were said back to me. And how could you say this? And you know, nothing. And, you know, it's not your, you know, fight to fight. And I'm like, I just said something positive, you know, and I finally had to say to myself, I'm not going to respond to anybody on this because I can't, I can't not see the negatives and I have to be able to pull myself away. And I remember after that day, I'm like, I hope nothing I ever send out goes viral ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it is, Michael? Uh, the thing is, uh, social media is fantastic. I mean, uh, I'm in London now, you are in the United States and, uh, yeah. you know, we chat in and I mean, the world is getting closer and it's smaller, which is brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that my first time when I when I moved away from home, um, we didn't have mobile phones, we didn't have Internet oh, and yeah. I have to do like a one phone call a week to, to my parents back in the Canary Islands when they leave. <laughs> because I was in Germany and it was expensive. Now yes. I'm in London and I speak to my sister and my uh, my family every single day, like maybe five times a day, uh -huh. you know? Um, and the, the world is getting closer and, and smaller. So that's brilliant. That's the positive things of social media. You can do something here and you can be a spot on somewhere else around the world. Absolutely. But also, with comments, you know, it's it's always positive to get people's ideas, what the people think about mm -hmm. things that, that you may post or whatever. It's brilliant. It's positive and negative. Both of them are good. The problem is when people cross the line and um, they just attack mm -hmm. you with no reason. And it's really funny because I've been attacked a few times for different jobs. Being an actor, you get exposed mm -hmm. all the time. And, and people just love you or they hate you for no reason. And it's really interesting because most of the people, they do very negative comments, you know. They don't have mm -hmm. any picture or any name. They are like, I'm known, um, I'm known um, mm -hmm. uh, profiles. Yes. So it's very easy to do, to give an opinion when no one <laughs> knows who you are you know, and exactly. you're hiding because yes. who are you going to be talking back to someone that you don't even know who this person is? Yeah. You know, how Why are you going to answer? Why would you? Exactly. So I think mm -hmm. the first thing these people should do was to put a name to their profiles and a face, and then they can say anything that they liked about you or your work, but, you know, they have to accept that in some point you can answer back to them if you want to. You know, but you learn, you learn that um, some of those comments or most of those negative comments are not important right. to you. And so ignoring them also doesn't give that person absolutely. any power. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, on, the only fun um, critique I have of you is I had to giggle when I was looking. I was, I've been kind of watching uh, the latest uh, film you were working on and, and I had to giggle because your mustache is quite impressive. <laughs> oh, well, my mustache... <laughs> 
It's coming and back, you know, coming and going, coming and going. Depends on the project. I just made this uh, film last week, which I finished on last Sunday, mm -hmm. actually. Uh, the Killer is called. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, I had to, I have to have a huge, massive, fake mustache, <laughs> which makes my face really silly. But yeah, this is this is the magic of being an actor. You know, sometimes Absolutely. you're one thing, sometimes you're one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet mustache in one of your outfits that looks like the 70s kind of uh, leisure suit. It was, uh, that was, that was very, I loved it actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was a, a gangster. I was playing a, this gangster called Pablo. Yeah. Funny though. <laughs> well, so um. there's two questions that I like to ask every one of my guests. And um, mm -hmm. so the first one is because I focus on, you know, great positive examples of either leadership or sales or a customer experience that you've been the recipient of, you know, I'd like to have my guests share something that, you know, that impacts you or that, you know, left a mark on you in a positive way. Do you have one of those experiences you could share? I'm I'm this kind of person where you can um, do very little for me mm -hmm. to impress me. For me, it's very important when people talk to me, looking into my eyes, and they listen to me, mm -hmm. even if they thinking about you know the shopping list. <laughs> you know, I can't get inside of their heads. The only thing I can get out of it is that those people are actually giving me their attention. You see what I yes. mean? They're looking at me into my eyes. They listen or they pretend they're listening, which it becomes an act mm -hmm. again, you know, uh, and, and that is very important. I think it's nothing worse uh, that you dealing with someone face to face and that people is not giving you your attention. Absolutely. So, so I think when you're dealing with people, when you're trying to sell things, uh, the key is listen to people listen to their needs of mm. people you know what their needs are and um being uh what's the word um genuine being on genuine honest mm. exactly and and put yourself in their feet as well yes you know yeah i think this is very important i love that and that's it's yeah. actually what uh, the major theme of my first book is and my book is called tell me more but my point is 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 about act, true active listening happens with your ears but it also needs to happen with your eyes. And so that you're looking at the person, you're watching their reactions, you see how they are. And if you're not face-to-face yeah. -face with them, then let's say you're on a conference call like this, or you're, you know, you're, you're having a phone call to, to eliminate your other distractions. Don't have your email up. Don't be looking at your phone. Give that person the time and attention they need so that you can really hear them. And therefore you can have a dialogue that actually means something. And you know, also, Michael, uh, something that you say, because I do follow you, yeah. you know that I do follow you. <laughs> Thank you. Something very important in sales is to unpack your suitcase yes. and see what your needs are. <laughs> you know, that's very important. That's yeah. very important, especially you know when you're stuff. dealing. <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. I love it when people quote myself back to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we uh, near the end here too, the other question I'd like to ask everybody, because I think it's one of those things that, you know, it helps me, you know, get a sense of what we all know and what we've gained. You know, if you could look back to any point in Carlos's life, you know, the younger Carlos, any time in his life, 
and you could tell him anything that would have shocked your potential farther or faster or kept you right on the same track. You know, at what point in time would you talk to yourself and, and what would you tell yourself? This is something that, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell to myself only. I do tell to other people when I do master classes sometimes. And is that to younger actors, and is that mm-hmm. becoming an actor is not just to go to a drama school and uh, just to get a career or or to be in any other job. You know, it's it's not just getting, you know, into the school, learn the procedures, and you know, you have to love it. You know, you have to put passion on everything you do. You have to believe that what you do is the best, even if it's wrong. You know, you've got the right to be mistaken, but you have to be 100% secure of what you're doing at every single minute and moment of your life. Of course, you're gonna get wrong most of the times, and you have to learn from that, you know, from those mistakes, which is very important. That's what it makes you uh, human. That's what it makes you special, you know, to, to have mistakes on your life. But the important thing, mm-hmm. the important of having mistakes is to learn from them, you know, and to make them in a positive side, mm-hmm. in a positive way. I mean, made in, you know, uh, mm-hmm. good stuff, made the bad stuff into good stuff. And um, something that I normally mm-hmm. tell to people that ask me, what would you tell me, you know, is that no matter who you are, no matter what you do, as long as you're good at it, Put much love into it, get yourself ready, get prepared, and obviously don't forget people around you, which is very important. There are no jobs, you know, where you can do by yourself. You always have to think on other people, you know, Absolutely. you always have to work with other people. And that's very important that it's part of your feeding day by day. Absolutely. And the more you take that into consideration, who you're working with, who you're working for, you know, what, you know, how it all needs to work together, then you have a sense of something greater than yourself. So then your mistakes, you know, they may impact more people, but you know, if everybody's all human, we give each other a little bit of a break too. And, and give out and give out. It's not all about taking, it's about giving. Yes. Absolutely. The more we give, yeah, there's one of my favorite books is by a gentleman named Bob Berg, and it's called The Go-Giver. And it's all about, you know, if you want something, you know, you want to achieve some great results, you can't just set out to achieve your results. You have to think about what can I give to others? How can I help others in order to help create abundance? And and the more we keep that in mind, the better. We have something similar in acting. I mean, you really have to uh, work on on your listening craft. Mm-hmm. So if your craft of listening is really uh, accurate and 100% ready, then you're going to be able to give out, you know, yes. because acting is all about giving more than taking. You know, you're going to be uh, shining in on a stage, not by taking it from the other actors, <laughs> yeah. but by giving them. You know, yeah. that's important. That's really, uh, that's such a good point because if one actor does great, but everybody else falls on their face, nobody's going to remember the one actor that was great. They're going to remember the whole thing fell down. Exactly. And that goes into all the jobs, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I love it. I'm so glad that I had you on today. And I know we've been trying to do this for many months. So I'm so thankful for your ability to be patient and, and continue to work with me. And I'm so <laughs> excited for today. Um, and I want to make sure everybody will know I'll have all your information on my show notes, but I can follow you by, first of all, just looking you up. And Carlos, it's K-A-R-L-O-S and Klaumann Schmuller. Mm -hmm. I think that I got pretty close. <laughs> it is uh, K-L-A-U-M-A-N-N-S-M-O-L-L-E-R. And you can find uh, your Instagram and your Twitter and your um, website, but we'll have that all in the show notes because I, uh, I want to have people be able to follow you and see some of the things that you do because it's been, it's been very fun to watch you and to you know realize, like I said in the beginning, that one little commercial brought me a lot of joy, always made me smile. But it really, to know that not only I got to know you through this, but that it, that one little thing opened up new opportunities and helped you shock your own potential. I think that's just a great reminder for us all that sometimes the gifts you didn't expect come when you're not looking or when you yeah. least expect it or when you think you're going to turn and look the other way. Absolutely. Yeah, you're totally right. And I just <laughs> want to say one more thing is uh, I'm a very ritual person. Uh, a lot of people actually uh, come to me saying like, oh, I'm really sorry or whatever. No, I'm, I'm a very ritual person. And if you want to contact me, if you want to um, say hello, uh, try to do an Instagram, which is the the um, the app that I'm, I use the most because otherwise you get crazy with so many. Um, <laughs> But you're more than welcome, anyone is more than welcome to say hello, you know, and to follow me on Instagram because, uh, um, you know, um, you know, I always can say hello back and see who am I speaking to. So, yeah. Wonderful. I love it. Well, do you have any last words of wisdom or last thoughts to share with my listeners before we go? One thing is that keep doing this, guys, because this is very important to many people and uh, um, especially you, Michael, doing things like that, you know, you get into people's house uh, with very important, important interests and stuff, you know, that people really need. So uh, it, it goes both ways, you know, the listeners and the speaker. So thank you. Thank you ever so much. Thank you for your effort, for being there. And uh, to all those listeners, thank you ever so much to for following us because without you guys we're nothing our jobs don't have any pretensions so thank you thank you for being there oh thank you carlos it's been such a pleasure and i look forward to staying in touch with you and watching more of where you go and where your career takes you well thank you hope you you managed to see that <laughs> <laughs> have a wonderful day thank you bye-bye thank you for joining us on another episode of shock your potential Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.